Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calderness. This episode, we're gonna go on the dusty trails in another Thread Dead Redemption, cover some really fun things in community, and shout out Thursday Throwdown. This is episode 312. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. <laughs> Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and seal products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio, like always, is my nemesis, Simeon Bruce. What is going on, Simeon? Oh, you know. Uh, stuff. Stuff and things, baby. Stuff and things. So, every week... You guys know it. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe it's the first time you're listening to the show, in which case, thank you for listening. Every week, me and Simeon like to say, what made us happy in this last week? It can be Heroclix related. It doesn't have to be Heroclix related. Who cares? So, Simeon, what made you happy this past week, my man? This last week, um, I got to do some some slightly different than normal work. I got to dig holes, and uh, mm. it's exciting. Felt like old Stanley Yelnats, because I wasn't very good. Um, is that Shia LaBeouf's character, or is that just some yeah, of yeah? Is in really? the, the movie yeah, Holes, I uh, or the or the book, the character's name was also books, Stanley Yelnats in the book. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was gonna make I, a so I gotta, we were, <laughs> we're not gonna go there. <laughs> we were doing a teardown of a structure, so I had to dig out the footings, and uh, somebody put uh, asphalt about two inches under the the grass, so. It was real fun going. Uh, the first day, I just had like a sledgehammer, which doesn't really work on dirt and asphalt when it's like buried. And then the second day, I got to use a pickaxe, so I felt real cool swinging that? a pickaxe okay. in the middle of town. People driving by, like, "Whoa, is he a murderer?" Nope, just digging. <laughs> All right, very cool. So that's what we we ended up going with this week. That's the that's the happy digging holes. That's what we're that's what we're rolling with. Yeah. Way to throw me a curve. Yeah. I appreciate it. It was kind of it was kind of fun. Good. That was that does sound fun. Well, that's really cool. That's really cool, Simeon. Digging holes, man. I tell you what, how neat is that? That's pretty neat. Uh, what made me happy <laughs> this week was I uh, I beat Doom Eternal for the third time, uh, but this time I beat it on extra life mode while also doing the can't perfect perfection. So that is extra life modes thing is you have to beat it with 10 extra lives left in order to get like this trophy. And then can't perfect perfection is only upgrade one sentinel crystal, so that's health, armor, or ammo. Only upgrade one of those. You can normally upgrade them like five times or whatever. Um, so I had to go through the game with only 50 armor, 100 health. Uh, but I chose to upgrade ammo. Ammo is probably the biggest thing. And then uh, one Praetor suit perk. I think that's how you say it. So yeah, I beat the game on Can't Perfect Perfection and also whatever, uh, one-up mode with beating it with an extra 10 one-ups. So that was fun. I got the... Wait, you're saying Doom Eternal ends? Yeah. Believe it or not, Doom Eternal is not actually an eternal uh, game. It actually has wow. a concrete ending. And wow. credits I'm, roll and all I'm that stuff. I'm super glad I haven't bought it now because that sounds it, unplayable. 
Yeah, unplayable. A game ends. It has an ending. A story comes to a close. There is actually DLC slated for it, which I, I'm not, I don't love DLC, but I do like this game enough that I probably would buy the DLC. So there is more story coming. So that's cool. That's fine. Um, but probably the biggest thing is that I signed up for Amazon Prime, hooked it up to my Twitch account, hooked up my Twitch account to my Bethesda account, and got the uh, Twitch Prime exclusive Slayer skin. And it is uh, the Doom Slayer has like a mullet on his helmet and a mustache. It's like Redneck Slayer. It's awesome. He's got beer cans on his forearm, so instead of like big gloves, he's got like a, a little koozie that holds a six pack of beer on both his arms. And then he has, instead of pouches, it's just more beer cans on his belt. And instead of like the ab window for the classic Doom Marine, he has like his belly hanging out. He's got like suspenders and a t shirt on. It's pretty awesome. I really dig it. Uh, in the game, you can also have these podiums, and the podium has like uh, antler mounts deer mounts on the wall. It's got two NAS, it's got an American flag, it's got a NASCAR checkered flag, and it says guns, freedom, cornbread as like one of those like signs. It's so good. It's so good. So Redneck Slayer might be my next cosplay, because there's also a version of him that just has like an American flag t-shirt, which I really, really dig. It's really cool. This is like probably my favorite skin since like the classic Doom Marine, so absolutely in love with that bad boy we just unlocked. So normally, Dolly for Heroclix. It is a Heroclix podcast we've been talking about, whatever. Um, next up, I'm sorry for saying um so much. I, I ate like an entire package of Chips Ahoy. That was my new low today. <laughs> I just ate, I just went. And because uh, I saw him at a gas station, side tangent, sorry guys. And that was like $2.50 for like four cookies. I guarantee if you go to Walmart or some other grocery store, $2 will get you a whole a, thing. I'm going to make a point. Yeah, I'm going to make a point. The actual sure, price. sure enough, if you go and get like their normal size, not their family size, it's like $2.90, but it's for like, a, like compared to like the four or six cookies you get at yeah, a gas station. Yeah, it's like station. three trays of cookies. Yeah, it's huge. So I had to make a point and eat all of those 20 minutes ago. So if I just die and keel over because my stomach is rejected the amount of sugar I've ingested in these cookies... That is why. But normally we have news. There is no news in this glorious, glorious time uh, that we are living in. So instead, we're going to jump straight into a new, a brand new fan favorite, might I add. This amazing, amazing segment that we like to call Thread Dead Redemption. Friend, I just wanted to play. Now, firstly, we ain't friends. Don't make no mistake on that subject. Now, secondly, he can't hardly see, let alone reason. Now, reasoning ain't never been one of my strong points neither, but seeing I do just fine. Thread Dead Redemption, we go through threads on HC Realms and see if they can be redeemed. We mostly stick to dial design threads where people make their own sets. So first of all, if you're out there making your own set on HC Realms and if you want us to check it out and kind of, you know, judge it, we, we, get, we get a little judgy, you know? We, we look at wording, dial design, how accurate the characters are, stuff like that, and we give them some feedback. So if you have a thread out there, let us know. We'd love to check it out and be a part of the show. If not, well, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. So we're about to judge Squabbler. Uh, remember, since January 15th, he has no affiliation as his profile picture. I don't know if that's like no profile picture or if that's like a team ability thing on HD Realms. I don't know. Yeah, no idea. So since January 2015, and he has made, as of, I uh, started this last year, in August of 2019, a non-MCU Marvel movie set. So that's stuff like 
uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four, the X-Men movies, all that stuff that's just not part of the MCU. Now, good old Squabbler here. He he's no uh, he's no noob. He's no uh, he's not new to this making sense thing. He's made several. Yeah, he's no spring chicken. He has a unclicked MCU set, an Eternal set, Thunderbolt set, Ghost Rider, and Spirits of Vengeance, WizKids original characters mini set, revamped Joker's Wild dials. Lord knows that's the set that needed better dials. Uh, Mud Pack mini set and a Creature Commandos mini set. So he's been around the block a time or two, and he actually has handy dandy little rules uh, for his thread. So he has like five points, and we'll kind of go into them. But anyways, he says, Welcome to the strange beast that is my non-MCU Marvel set. Here we'll be dialing movie characters from all the Marvel movies that weren't made by Marvel Studios. Thus, we're never part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Those familiar with my unclicked MCU set will know what to expect. Movie, character, and dial discussion, constructive criticism is welcome. As with my MCU set, I have a few principles uh, guiding this set. This is kind of how he bases his dials, and it's also what we'll be kind of using to judge his dials to see how well he actually keeps to his own rules that he has set. Spoiler alert, sometimes he doesn't. Sorry, man. Um, number one, this is a major movie set only. It means films, uh, movies filmed expressly to view in theaters. Whether or not uh, they got there is another story. So it's, this is really sad to me because I was looking forward to Nick Fury, Agent of Shields, and then the 1979 like Captain America TV serials. Uh, that goes in the second point. No TV shows, no movie serials, no episodes as movies, or direct-to-TV stuff. So that's the second rule. Third rule, characters have to be functionally different. <laughs> To be clicks repeatedly. So Wolverine appears in like every X-Men movie, right? But Pretty he's much, basically yeah. saying, I'm yeah. not going to make a Wolverine. Yeah. I'm not going to make a, a Wolverine for every X-Men movie as long as I can say they're relatively the same. Which I kind of wish he did because the Wolverine he made for the normal X movies is not like, to me, it's not Wolverine. We'll get to that later. Um, so that's basically what he's saying. And then number four, this will be a movie accurate set. Okay. The fun of the set will be making the dials that are accurate to the movies, not the comics. You can expect, okay, I don't actually know that word, counterintuitive dials as many of the characters, especially the X-Men movies, weren't adapted accurately. He doesn't always make movie accurate dials, oddly enough. We'll get into this a little bit later, but he makes good dials, and a lot of them are movie accurate to a fault where the character is unplayable because the character did nothing in the movie. But there is a few times he gets a character straight up like, did we watch the same movie? Sometimes I'm curious. Um, and lastly, but not least, he says, please politely let me know if I missed someone. So he's saying if there's a major player in a movie that he should have made, let him know. Now, he is still actively updating this. He has a lot to get through because here is his set list. It's broken down um, from the 80s to all the way up until just last year where X-Men Dark Phoenix came out. So here are the Marvel movies he is making characters from Howard the Duck, the Punisher, Captain America, 1990 version, Blade from 1998, X-Men from 2000, a Stanley cameo thrown in there, Blade 2, Spider-Man from Sam Raimi, Daredevil with Ben Affleck, X-Men 2, Hulk, the uh, Banna Hulk, Punisher from 2004, Spider-Man 2 and Sam Raimi, uh, Blade Trinity, Man-Thing, did not know this existed, I'm sad that I now know it does exist, uh, Elektra, Fantastic Four, X-Men The Last Stand, Ghost Rider, Spider-Man 3, Sam Raimi again, Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Punisher Warzone, X-Men Origins Wolverine, 
X-Men First Class, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, The Wolverine, Amazing Spider-Man 2, X-Men Days of Future Past, Big Hero 6, Fantastic Four, that's the fan four-stick one, Deadpool 2016, X-Men Apocalypse 2016, Logan, Deadpool 2, Venom, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and lastly, Dark Phoenix. Now, he has made up until Deadpool 2016, and he has two people from this, and it's Blind Al and Deadpool. This is a 232-person set. He is not saying anyone's really a common uncommon or which ones would be chases because he's just making them as he goes with the movie. So there's no like, you know, randomly thrown in there, like how a normal set is where it's like, oh, well, you made a really cool, uh, let's just say, uh, Dr. Doom with the Silver Surfer surfboard, right? That would be like a chase, you know, but it's just kind of thrown in with the rest of the figures from Rise of the Silver Surfer, right? Yeah. That makes sense. So he doesn't actually have the set list like... Whatever. He also is going to continue the set list, it looks like, into like oh, future yeah, movies that haven't released yet. So, for uh, like 2021 and forward, he has like movies that haven't had like official release dates posted. But right. as soon as like he watches them, I assume he'll he'll probably be caught up by the time these start coming out. The only odd one is that he has Spider-Man Three there, but with with Tom Holland which would be an MCU yeah. movie. I don't understand that one, but that's that's okay. That's whatever. So, Simeon, you want to go ahead and start us off with your first dial pick from this, this amazing set? Yeah, so my first dial pick is going to be, let's see here. I'm going to scroll, scroll down. This is from the Wolverine 2013 movie. So this is technically the second like standalone Wolverine. Um, there was... X-Men Origins Wolverine in 2009 and so this is the second one this is the one where uh, shows like a flashback where Wolverine was like at the Hiroshima bombing and uh, I think that's where he was I love um, that you yeah, like, save some dude and there's like a you know big plot twist at the end of the at the end of the movie that's the bad guy um, do we want to read his little uh movie blurbs that he has here because uh, he, he does go into detail about like how he feels about the characters in the movies for the characters that are like somewhat important that probably need it yeah go for it I think okay it's so this is number 153 in the set silver samurai um so he says the silver samurai most audiences don't love the wolverine chiefly because of how the grounded movie gets blown out of proportion by this robot's sudden appearance so if you don't know, he kind of goes from, like, fighting ninjas and stuff to, like, all of a sudden there's this huge, like, mech suit that's, like, 12 feet tall with a giant flaming adamantium sword. And it's just, it's very, not only, like, implausible, it's just, like, very strange that they added it to the movie. Like, it could have been, this movie could have been done without this addition. Um, he says, no doubt it's over the top, unnecessary, and betrays the movie's comparatively smaller and more meditative approach to Logan's existential crisis. Yeah. Chiro Yoshida. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got no uh. team affiliation, zero range. If you've seen the movie, you like understand. Uh, he comes in at 125 points. He's got the indomitable symbol, the boot symbol, standard attack symbol, and then he is giant-sized, which clearly in the movie makes sense. 
So keywords are Yoshida Corporation, Armor, Robot, Celebrity. All of those make sense. Pretty good so far. Um, he has a single, no traits, but a single attack power. And that is Superheated Adamantium Katana. And this is the, like, the big problem I had with the movie is... Um, they make a big deal about like in like the first three X-Men movies and stuff like that they make a big deal about how after adamantium is like it's liquid and after it like hardens it's like done there's no reliquifying it there's like you know like in the movies they explicitly say that like you know there's there's like not really any way to destroy this stuff or to like uh, change it back to like just like a pool of metal but somehow uh Silver Samurai has a superheated adamantium katana that can cut through adamantium. So Wolverine has to watch out. This guy's got Blades Claws Fangs, and when the D6 is a 5 or 6, you ignore the opponent's defense power for that hit, which is like insult to injury. You might as well roll yeah. uh, the D6 yeah. here. He's got 3 damage most of his dial. Um, let's see. So he's got this attack power for the first five clicks, and then for the next three clicks he gets Steel Energy, and then on the last click it is Earthbound Neutralized and Regeneration. So he's nine clicks deep, um, pretty deep dial for 125 points. His top dial is Charge with his special attack, and it's a nine speed, 12 attack, 18 defense with Impervious, and three damage with Super uh, Shape Change. Um, so he's got two rollouts. Uh, I imagine the shape change is because uh, he's kind of like the big reveal at the end of the movie that he was the bad guy, and he kind of comes out of nowhere. So that's the shape change. Yeah. Um, the fact that you can roll a d6 to try and improve on your three damage and potentially ignore the opponent's defense power is pretty cool. Uh, the 12 attack is really nice. Uh, on clicks three and four, he goes from charge to flurry. So if you damage him off of those top clicks, he loses on clicks 3 and 4, he goes down to a 17 impervious, and he gets mid-dial leadership, which I always love. Um, really, there's not anyone that he's leading at that point. Yeah, that's what I was it's thinking. Just, like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, by the time uh, Wolverine like carves his way to the compound, um, it's just Silver Samurai, Ichiro, and uh, Viper, Viper, I think, are the only two really still fighting. Viper. Oh. <laughs> um, so on clicks 5 through eight he has uh plasticity and he gets that uh, steel energy and he also gets some exploit weakness so he goes from a three damage his first four clicks down to a two damage with exploit but the very next click is four damage exploit so um that's actually like a really solid click to yeah. be on in that particular scenario because uh, if they have impervious you're carving through them um, and then again, his ninth click is Earthbound with a 13 and Regen, which is a very throwback kind of thing. It makes sense as far as the movie goes. Uh, that's why I, I like this dial so much, because like that's, it's a pretty cool fight scene, even though it's just Wolverine hacking away at a giant mecha. Yeah. And then he, I don't even, Wolverine doesn't even get like the, he doesn't even get like the killing blow on the guy. So that's what it is. So let's say, rate this accuracy-wise. How'd Squabbler do here? Solid. Did we have a scale for this? Uh, I don't remember. We. I thought I we, had we did we have a scale. Though. We did have um, a scale though, for sure. 
I, I can't. Well, I can't we're gonna have to go back in. We'll time. say on a scale of uh, one to ten, where uh, one is Rasputin, the best uh, click okay. ever made, and t ten is uh, something like um, Unimind, where it's like overly powerful and uh, the worst click ever made. Um, let's let's flip flop yeah. those. Unimind will be the Unimind one, and Rasputin will be the ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be that'll be our scale. Um, I'm gonna give this guy, as far as like movie accuracy and actual playability for his points, I'm gonna say he's. Hmm, I'm gonna say he's a Chase Thor from like the Captain America okay. set, like a set. I... He's not gonna he's not gonna be like top tournament yeah. kind of play, but pulling him in sealed is like gonna be really hard to like beat him and he's going to be one of those pieces where with the right kind of build around him he's real solid so i'll agree with that for the for the same reason i agree with that thor because that thor is better than its point cost like this guy he's not worth 125 points he's probably closer to like 140 something just for like dial length alone even if he's not like a good 125 points yeah. he's still like dial length and all this other stuff he's probably sitting around like 145 maybe 150 like really you know yeah. first point cost i would say um as far as like modern kind of style dials go there's no reason to not give him a stop click yeah, with his no regen so for 125 like i could just imagine that being like a stop click it could still be 13 regen and that's it um but yeah other than that i don't see like he's definitely worth the points definitely like a playable thing um, still a terrible decision inside the movie. Um, pretty awful. You know, I, I see but... him the same way as Wonder Woman's Ares. Wonder Woman fights normal human people the whole time, right? And then she has a big, like, video game boss fight against CGI, Ares, yeah. you know? That's exactly what it's like. It's, a, it's not even a good boss fight. You know? It's a quick time event. It's a quick time like, event boss attacks. fight. Yeah. It's the worst one where it's, you have to dodge things. And then you do the one slash... And then, all right, good job. You weren't really fighting a boss. You were just fighting the environment. You know, at least Wolverine tacking into this guy. Um, anyways, my first pick is going to be from the first movie on this list. It is Howard the Duck. I like Howard the Duck as a character. This movie is not great, but it was pretty enjoyable. I'm going to be talking about my least favorite character in the movie, and that is the Dark Overlord of the Universe. For some reason, they decided to make uh, this Howard the Duck movie, um, which is rated, rated PG, by the way. Um, and this is like a terrifying alien monstrosity thing uh, that is the end boss of the whole movie. Very end bossy, these movies, I guess. So he is 50 points or 125 points. So 50 points gets you the Walter Jennings dial where he's just like in secret, like I am the Dark Overlord. And he does all of these little small things to throw people off. And then the you knock him past that and there's a stop click and then that begins his real Dark Overlord dial where he is his big, weird alien monster thing. I think this is actually a very, like, an amazing 125 points. Um, slightly under-costed, I would still say. Not so much like our last gentleman, but let me just get into it. He has scientist, cosmic, monster, ruler. He has seven range. So his 50-point dial is, like, the worst 50 points he can spend. He has three clicks, a force blast, three clicks, a TK, uh, 15 defense. And that's, like, that's has as low as it gets, but it's a three-click long, 50-point dial. He's three damage with, I am not Jenning, I am somebody else, which is shape change, range, combat expert. He does have three damage to attack, but um, 
you know, he can pump out five damage potentially, um, but still for 50 points uh, with no moving around and such a low defense, like no um, no defensive capabilities at all, no rollouts, no stealth, no anything, and just having a 15 defense, he's probably going to get one shot before anything happens. So defense-wise, just because of that, even with damage potential, it's like the worst 50 points in the set probably. Um, next up, though. Also, all four of his keywords have better 50 point options that is very with true. Like, those same Ruler, powers. Monster, Cosmic Scientist. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So he has the one stop click, which is. So he has no special combat symbols until we get to his stop click, which makes sense. He's a normal person. A normal person possessed by an entity, sure. But the stop gives him invulnerability. For the rest of the game, Dark Overlord of the Universe has Giant, Indomitable, and then can't be healed past this point. I like. I enjoy clicks like that. Once you're there, there's no going back. And then he has charge. So he's a giant, so he has two squares reach, more than normal, right? He has charge. And uh, what is his special attack power for three clicks? It is giant reach four. So instead of giant reach two, it's giant reach four. And steel energy and flurry, which is wild. This is like a crazy solid power. Yes, he has to get knocked to it. But man, it this in combination, that's a terrible 50 points, right? Just paying 50 points. But paying 125, and you don't want to knock that 15-point character to this dial, and then letting that 50-point character, like, range combat expert you for 5, potentially, that is, like, a really tough choice to make. Or do I knock him down to this crazy steel energy flurry charge giant reach 4? He only has 3 damage, 11 attack, but still. It makes him, like, he's actually kind of a threat when you... I would never play this character at 50, but, like, playing it together is really cool. Then the rest of his dial, he has a full dial range combat expert. Besides that special, he always has it. He goes down to a 4 damage, and he keeps Flurry and Steel Energy the entire time, which is really weird to me. There's only one click on his dial, he doesn't have Flurry, which is where he just has charge and he loses that attack power, but he still has Steel Energy. So he almost has a full dial, a full monster dial of Flurry Steel Energy with invulnerability. Um, this character, yeah, the Dark Overlord was really scary. It shot lasers. It also had just big crab claws and stuff. It was terrifying. But it also got, like, destroyed by the one really cool gun they had. So I feel like the only inaccurate thing is the fact that the Howard the Duck he made doesn't get pen blast with his gun. Instead, it's just range combat expert. You know, so that makes sense why this guy only has invulnerability. You can just blast him right past it. So I think this is a really accurate dial. And, like, in a set, it's very solid. So, Dark Overlord of the Universe, ladies and gentlemen. From Howard the Duck, uh, don't you want to believe it? Great, great end of music. 1986. Seven times. Truly the best work oh, of George what a, Lucas. What a good year. <laughs> I forgot it was oh, yeah, baby. Oh, man. Oh, that's, uh, uh... It's not disappointing. <laughs> um... So up next, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back to X-Men Origins Wolverine. So for this set, he's got Wade Wilson, it's the Merc with the Mouth, played by uh, that one guy, Chris Bradley, Agent Zero, John Wraith, Blob, Gambit, Kayla Silverfox, and Deadpool. Notice how there is no Wolverine in this one. That's because he appears in an earlier X-Men movie. So um, the Wolverine in this wasn't like super different compared to the other X-Men franchises. Um, I think the movie ended up with like a teen rating. I don't remember. I, I feel, or PG-13, I guess is I imagine, yeah. how they do movies. Um, so this movie was kind of like a... I don't know. It was it was a fun action flick, 
but man, did it really throw some curveballs in literally anyone that's ever read a X-Men comic. Um, so out of this movie, I decided to pick the number 125, Deadpool. And so this is, as you know, this is uh, Ryan Reynolds with the, the sewn-together yeah. weird mouth. Oh, yeah, baby. The weird combo powers. They didn't actually put him in any kind of suit, so he's just like this weird genetic experiment. Um, pretty like pretty hilariously bad to look back at. Uh, but let's, <laughs> let's go into it. Uh, so... Real name, Wade Wilson. No team affiliation, 7 range, 175 points. He's got the Team X, Weapon X, Mutant, Monster, and Past keywords, because this is all like a flashback kind of movie. Um, the whole thing is Wolverine's origin, kind what? of. What? Uh, no way. So what makes him worth 175 points? So... He's got Wolverine's healing factor that's traded. He has, when Deadpool clears two action tokens, he may use regeneration as a free action, which is always just real cool. He does have indomitable, no other special combat symbols. He starts off with a 12 12 speed, 12 attack, 19 defense with super senses, and 4 damage with ranged combat expert. Then he goes to an 11, 11, 18, 3 with all the same. His dial is completely same powers throughout. Super senses all the way down, range combat expert all the way down, and then a special speed and a special attack power that I'll get into. Click 3 is a 10, 11, 18, 3. Then he goes down to a 9, 10, 17. Then he's a 17 defense the rest of his dial. Goes down to a 2 damage um, and between 9 and 8 speed. So, but you're hopefully clearing and regenning back up to that 12-12. That's where it's real cool. Uh, Kestrel's phasing. That's uh, I think that's the one he got from the Wraith guy, right? Played by uh, the Black IP guy. Come on, dude. It's Will I am. I How could you? How dare you? Um, it was great. It was bad Nightcrawler. No, your name's your, your name is Calder. Okay. Not Will. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna eat that one. I don't want to. If I can't. <laughs> I can't uh, it's, a, I, it's a good old 2000 joke. Uh, is that 2000 late? late? It's terrible. That joke? Okay. Um, so Kestrel's phasing is phasing teleport. If Deadpool moves half his speed or less, he can make a combat action as a free action. Um, so Calder, what is a combat action so, for those that don't know? <laughs> combat I, action, I, of course, know what a combat what, what action is. What Squabbler here is referring to, probably what he means to say is, can you can make a close or range action as free, or free make close or range, which is the current wording. Uh, a combat action, it does not exist. Um, so if you were if you were caught off guard by Simeon's <laughs> superior intellect in knowing what a combat action course, is, yes. there was a reason. I clearly knew. Uh, we all, you'll, this is not the end of combat action either. Um, I don't know where he got the wording for combat action. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense in a way, but yeah, I would imagine he means capital close, capital range. Um, so yeah. that would be like a power that you can use blades, Psyblast, uh, stuff like that with. So if Deadpool moves half his speed or less, exactly. he yeah. can make one of those as free. Um, we've seen this in a lot of characters. This is like the sneak attack uh, cable from uh, Deadpool X-Force. Oh, yeah. It had a similar kind of power. Um, those are usually just attacks. 
this is clearly a combat action, so it's slightly better than it's better. Yeah, it's improved. And uh, to combine that with that, he has overly long adamantium wrist blades. So if you've seen the movie, you know what it is. Um, he has somehow he has shoved katanas all the way up his forearm. They're like two feet long. Doesn't make any sense. They would be like all the way up to his shoulders, and he wouldn't be able to bend his arms. But uh, that's what he fights with. So. The overly long adamantium wrist blades gives him blades, claws, fangs, and flurry. Damage dealt is penetrating. So I'm not even top dial. I'm not even using blades. He's got four damage. Yeah. So it just says blades, claws, fangs, flurry, and flurry. Period. Damage dealt is penetrating. That means top dial. You could use ranged combat expert and yep. do like 13 for five and have penetrating damage. And uh, you wouldn't be able to combine range combat ex expert with his phasing teleport, but you could sure just like shoot somebody with it, uh, phase up six squares, shoot seven squares out, uh, do four damage. Next turn, use range combat or flurry if they close the gap. Uh, he's a real monster throughout his whole dial. He doesn't have any reducers, so like poison and stuff like that would be easily like eat through his dial. Mm -hmm. But he does have that free regen after clearing two action tokens. So, is he worth 175 points? Hmm. No. Oh, we forgot to rate your, your Dark Overlord. There's no, oh yeah, Dark Overlord. Um, go, let's go back to him. I, I gave him a solid, I would think he's a solid seven. Really? Yeah. I think, I think full dial. Full dial. Like 50 a seven. is terrible, but full dial. Maybe even, seven. yeah. Seven, maybe even an eight. Yeah. Um, He's very reminiscent of like other characters mm -hmm. that turn into like a big bad dude, yeah. like mid dial. Yeah. Um, the fifty point, I think I'd give like a, a two. Yeah, it's, it's just, low. It's bad. I'd never end up playing it. It's like uh, I have so many better options for all those keywords and TK and Force Blast. If absolutely. I really need Force Blast, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, so but for Deadpool, Deadpool here, yeah. Uh, on a scale of uh, Unimind to Rasputin, where Rasputin is really, the best BPOD really figure. <laughs> it's Rasputin. Um, well, you have to think. You have to think of a better figure than Rasputin then it's, to change the scale. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go back and listen. Let's to go. Scale let's go. Uh, like our scale of like one is like Felix Faust, just like shouldn't have been made. Yeah, shouldn't have been made. What were better. you thinking? You made this dial. And For like a dial design wise, that makes sense. What should what should our I still be? think something that, like that's, uh, uh, Captain America beautiful. from ABPI is like the perfect Captain America dial. It's like great okay, dial. Design. The rare. If we're, with if the, we're okay with that, the gem. Yeah, yeah, the the rare with the time gem. Fine with yeah, that. For he's now. got he's got charge, running shot, because Captain America can do both of mm -hmm. those. Um, so on on that kind of scale, um, I'm gonna give this guy like a. Let's see. Oh, he's eight clicks long, by eight the way, long. for 170 points. I'm going to give him, like, a five. I was thinking five, too. I'll be enough. No, I really was thinking five, a too. a fun, casual guy. I, um, I think he's a real fun, casual it's piece. It's rough. Outprotected, yeah, outwit. Overcosted. Like, this, I think Squabbler really likes regeneration as power, but he really overcosts regeneration. I think I've kind of noticed that. Yeah. I think, over, I think regen is a little overcosted here. And this is, like, something where... Um, if the Wade Wilson could turn into this character, I could oh, see yeah. the higher point cost. Sure. But um, 
Like you'd have to like turn yeah. in on like click like five or sure. something, because otherwise it'd just be silly. But uh, yeah, I, this kind of feels like a Sheikla kind of character. Yeah. Like the big purple yep. monster from Deadpool and the X Force. Um, real cool top dial, a little bit squishy. Uh, he does have Indom, and he does have like some solid penetrating damage his whole dial. No protected outwit, which at 175, I don't think. I think I had 175. No protected outwit means that he's just not being played competitively, which isn't a bad thing because this guy would be real solid on like a 500 point team, or you know even 400 points where you can put some additional attackers in there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, I'm going to talk about. Um, before movies were good, movies were really, really bad. But some movies were more comic accurate than others, and that brings us to the 1990, dare I say, classic Captain America movie here. Um, the quick blur by Squabbler, he goes into something about, like, what's an artist trying to do? This is why I don't hate movies, blah, blah, blah. Like, who, who cares? Um, but here's what he does say is, I know it's wildly considered one of the worst superhero movies ever made, but directed by schlock legend Albert Pune, Pion, Pion, I don't know. It's never, it was never going to be great. It was always going to be shot as quickly and cheaply as possible. Even still, uh, the direction was surprisingly earnest. He took care to play out Cap and Red Skull's origins. He shot on location. He got comic accurate costume. And we had a slew of fight scenes. Even if Red Skull's origins were changed for the needs of the movie, Captain America 1990 is more reverent to the comics than X-Men 2000 would be a decade later. It's not a graceful new movie, no doubt, but it has heart. But but its heart is in the right place. So, uh, Captain America, this movie starring Matt Reed or something like that. I can't remember his name. Um, he's one of the few characters. They totally changed how Steve Rogers worked. And they kind of changed how Captain America worked, but he had the most screen-accurate Captain America costume ever. It was an all-spandex suit. So much spandex, actually. Not spandex, it was like rubber. It was this weird rubbery suit. And it, there was so much rubber, they decided, heck, Cap doesn't even need ears. So instead, we'll make fake rubber ears <laughs> instead of ear holes. So it's very odd that that's what they went with. But the fight scenes weren't terrible. Um, throwing the shield is hard to do before we got CGI and editing, and like that made it way easier. So throwing the shield was always rough in these movies, so let's check out 006, Captain America, real name Steve Rogers, no affiliation, zero range, we'll get to that later, Soldier Celebrity Past, he's 75 points, 75 points gets you 5 clicks, 3 clicks of charge, 2 with plasticity in the end dial, he starts with a 10 attack, 10 attack the whole dial, with incapacitate, he's indomitable. Um, this Captain America is one I probably wouldn't give Indomitable to, but he does have it. Starts with three clicks of toughness, goes down to two clicks of combat reflexes. Nothing for damage uh, on the top two clicks, and then he goes on a close combat expert the rest of his dial. He has three damage at the start. Uh, and his middle click is pretty solid. The 17 toughness, three damage with close combat expert 10 attack, potentially doing five right there in the middle. So he has a trait, which is a really weird tactic this Captain America uses. Um, several times in the movie, which is I'm getting carsick. Choose an opposing character who can use a carry ability. They cannot use a carry ability in this game, but Captain America can and has plus three speed when he does. So it's pretty funny. Uh, if you stick someone with him, and there's a really good sidekick that you can put with this cap in the same set we'll get to in a bit, he then has the carry ability and he steals it from an opposing character. Now Cap has to be there, right? It has to 
Um, you just choose an opposing character, actually, so he doesn't have to be there. There's no range in line of fire. So right away, you can take your tac your opponent's taxi's uh, ability to carry, which is great. So this Captain America for 75 points, like, nerfs a Alpha Strike, like, Voyager team, Sam Cap team, whatever. It's pretty cool. A lot of Golden Age teams. A lot of Golden Age stuff, too, yeah. His second trait is Unbreakable Shield. Um, stick with me. I'm going to read the wording. It's going to get a little wonky. We'll try to decipher, like, ancient runes that this guy's wording is. I know, I'm not trying to be mean, but, like, on some of these, it's a little rough. Uh, Captain America begins the game with the shield light object equipped. When he makes a ranged attack with it, so just range. It's not a combat action. This is a ranged attack. Uh, he draws a path with the shield, making an attack against all opposing characters in its path, dividing his damage as he goes. Captain America may use his attack ability... Uh, may use his attack ability, aka his attack power, for this action. So he can use it in cap if he wanted to. If the path is drawn back to Captain America, he equips the shield as free. So the shield gives him um, impervious ESD and five range. And then it says in in little uh, whatever throw. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't know the what throw that means. Ability. The throw ability. So the inherent throw. What ability. is the path? Captain America is drawing, I do not know. Uh, why would it not be able to be drawn back to me? Is it stuck with the five range? Is that why? So do I have to be really close to use the shield? So it makes the shield very uh, defensive and not very offensive at all. If you can only use it with five range, do I have to use one, two, three, four, five, and then make sure I get it back to Captain America? Is that what we're talking about? Or, like, the drawing the path doesn't make any sense? Yeah, especially um, since, like, a normal... Like, a normal wording for this would be, like, in a direct path. Yes. Like, that is a, an actual like, term. Yes. Uh, direct path can't double back on itself, so there would be no way for the path to be drawn back to him under normal, like, rules. Um, so, I'm assuming, I'm going to give him, like, a real benefit of doubt and just say that it works like Hawkeye, or not Hawkeye, like Yondu. Like, Yondu's uh, Yaro yeah, Arrow. Yeah. yeah. So if we say it works like that, then this Captain America on a scale of <laughs> Felix Faust to a BPI Captain America, like, it's a good dial. It's really solid, and if we make the shield work the way it should, then he is a defensive beast with Impervious and ESD. Um, I'm going to give this Captain America, like, once again, I feel a solid 7. All right. Uh, for that car sick ability, being able to just take away a taxi right away. Soldier is a good keyword. Yeah. And for Without that top trait... I'd give him like a yes. six or a five. Yeah, with the he's top definitely trait, lower. I think with the top trait, uh, definitely like a seven. Like the fact that you could be like, hey, he nice, your car, uh, nice, your car. what's nice overdrive? I guess is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Nice overdrive you have there. Like, too bad. You I guess can't he would use the pog. That's the worst yeah. part, right? Overdrive would actually beat you on this one. That's it's true. Not until he makes the pog. Right. So yeah, overdrive's um, the nice kite man you got there. On the, the shield, though, uh, as a separate, like, object, five points for impervious and energy shield. Five points shield. for impervious ESD, five range is insane. That That's is a nuts. great object. The five fact point that, like, impervious? Yeah. That I is, put that's that like a 15 the, point the object. Maybe not 15 about. points. But, like, yeah. Oh, oh I'd, I'd say 15. I think equipment yeah. impervious is big. You know, um, there isn't, actually, I guess the only way to get defense powers in modern right now is with the uh, Iron Man gauntlet, isn't it? Right. Yeah. There is no like. Yeah. Exospecs so, doesn't yeah. do it. Um, Fifteen points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this, ESD, this makes that Deadpool worth one hundred and eighty points. 
<laughs> like 180 points with I mean still no shield? outwit protection but, yeah it's true it's yeah but impervious and energy shield is whole dial mm-hmm. um, how much outwit do they have you know that's right uh, so yeah I definitely say like the shield maybe that's five points only to be equipped to Captain America maybe it's like yeah. an additional five Plus points five, for him three. and yep. it's yeah because if it was just straight up five points for impervious energy shield, it would throw the point cost of like the rest of his dials completely out the window. For sure. Oh um, my gosh, for sure. It's a crazy. Uh, really crazy quick, stuff. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna mention Sharon. It's just Sharon. I don't know. Whatever. She's also in the Captain America movie. She has four range. She's 15 points. She's three clicks long. She has sidestep. Uh, but I think she's like the best 15 points ever. Like this guy made an insane 15 point figure. Um, the damage power is all handle the modern stuff. Free, pick a friendly character. They cannot be targeted by opposing characters, outwit, perplex, or probability control until your next turn. This is an insane 15 point figure. Wow. Wow. It's just yeah. wild, man. Wild. So, need, assuming that the shield is up. 5 points in addition to Captain America, that brings him to 80. And yep. then the Sharon Plus Carter Sharon. is 15. Who he can carry around. Right. Yeah, so for for 95 points, you have a Captain America that can't be outwitted, perplexed, or uh, probed. And yeah. he has impervious energy shield. So the fact and, that you can't get rid of... He's got a 20 defense from range, and you can't get rid of any of that. Then you give her to, pretty... to Deadpool from the same set, right? Because this is all technically one set. Oh, yeah. Then that Deadpool is a beast. Yeah. The Deadpool is, like, impossible to yeah, kill. Yeah, yeah, For 200 points, yep. yeah, he just yeah. becomes, like, a monster. All right. Next pick, Simeon. All right. Next up, let's see here. I'm going to go go into the, the not-so-way-way-back machine, uh, just the, the medium-back machine. This is Fantastic Four 2, the 2007 movie, The uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Mm. So this set had uh, the Silver Surfer, the Human Forge, Doctor Doom, <laughs> Cosmic, Galactus, and the Fantastic R. You'll notice none of the actual Fantastic Four, because they were in the original movie. Um, so it was Doom, that's why this is the co- Cosmic Ooh. version. Um, but I decided to go with number 111, the Human Forge. And no, you're not mishearing me. That is uh, it's the Human Torch, but instead of the T-O, it's F-O-U, because he's Forge. Um, so It'll make sense. if you've seen this movie, you'll eventually get what's going on here. Uh, so the Human Forge, real name Johnny Storm, Team powers are Fantastic Four and Power Cosmic. Uh, six range, two lightning bolts, 300 points. Keywords, Fantastic Four, Cosmic, and Celebrity. All those make sense. Um, so he's got... Before I get into like the, the traits, um, this is the part where, like if you've seen the movie, Norrin Rad, Silver Surfer comes down... He touches like Ben Grimm or something. He like makes their molecules even more unstable than normal. It allows them to accidentally transfer powers between each other. In order to fight Doom at the end, uh, they all just touch Johnny Storm. I don't know why they picked him, but they picked Johnny. They all touch him, and now Johnny just is like the the Fantastic Forge, uh, the Human Forge. Um, yeah, so he just has all four Fantastic Four powers on him at the same time. 
basically he's like the super scroll um except we never got one of those in the movie so he starts off with hypersonic speed for his first three clicks he's got flight of course uh 12 speed down to an 11 then a 10 then he gets a 10 with running shot on click four running shot on five and six with a nine and eight and then his last three clicks are sidestep with seven speed so he's nine clicks long uh, starts with an 11 attack that goes down to a 10 all the way till his 8th click. So from clicks 2 to 8, he has a 10 attack, a 9 attack on click 9. And then he starts with a 19 impervious, uh, then he goes to an 18, a 17, then back up to an 18 with invincible, and then two 17s at invincible. And then he ends his dial with three clicks of energy shield at 18, 17, and 17. And then his damage fluctuates between four and three never goes below three but it goes four damage on click one two clicks of three damage with close combat expert uh then the same is repeated with ranged combat expert for the next three clicks and then the same is repeated for the next three clicks his last three clicks with close combat expert again so he has two traits first trait is thanks reed he gets flurry giant reach of five free increase human forges giant reach by x and modify attack minus x where x is your choice of one through five so he already has giant reach of five but you can give him a giant reach of ten but you modify attack minus five and you say what about rule of three well when human forges attack value is modified minus four or minus five don't use the rule of three that's you really did just say screw the rule of three, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think this might be the only character I've ever seen where they just like straight up are like, Ignore don't use the rule of three. Rule I don't think, three. Uh, yeah, which would be great because uh, it says when his attack value is modified minus four or five, don't use the rule of three. That means if you built a team with just a stupid amount of perplex, you could potentially give him like a, you know, like a 30 attack because you're ignoring the rule of three as per the rule here um of course he means to like don't use the rule of three as far as the negative goes so on click one uh if you decided to have a 10 square giant reach you'd be at a six attack with flurry i guess but a six attack mm. nonetheless um and then as a double power action, close or power at no cost using giant reach of 10 with no increase. Close or power at no cost using giant reach of 10 with I no don't, increase. To double power? I think he means no. To use a close or a power so, action at no cost? Is that what it means? Using a close combat expert? So maybe? this is like... So you, you have the choice of increasing his, as a free action, increasing his giant reach. If you do a double power action, his giant reach becomes 10, and you don't do the modifiers from before. Okay. So you don't get, like, the minus 4 or 5. Um, so this is a double power action. He is power cosmic, so he does have willpower. Um, as far as close or power, that means that you could, I guess, do flurry, because that's a power action. Yeah, that's true. Um, so... Yeah, that's that's pretty decent um, with four damage top dial. His second trait is Thanksis. Line of fire cannot be drawn to human forge unless he has one or more action tokens. This is his biggest helper right so here. So he's just yeah, that's like uh, before this, it's like hard to like really say that he's worth 300. This is like the one thing where it's like 
Line of Fire can't be drawn to him unless he has one or more action tokens, and he's got hypersonic speed, and he's got giant reach of five. Yeah. Like, just base giant reach of five. Uh, this guy's got a crazy reach. Because um, giant reach doesn't have when you use hypersonic. So he's got technically a 17 square reach just on the base. Yeah. Um, potentially, like, a 22 square reach if you want to give him all that minus to his attack and stuff. And I guess if you give him the double power action, he can use a power at no cost, which would include hypersonic. So you could hypersonic with a 12 and a 10 square reach with an 11 <laughs> attack for 4. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, silly. It is silly. But uh, he does Probably have, he does have a special attack power. But you have to go for it. No. <laughs> uh, he has a special attack power for his first 4 clicks and then his last 2, and that is Supernova Pulse Wave. When the Human Forge uses, he deals his printed damage to all hit opponents. So he only has 1 click where he has running shot with this pulse wave um, and doing the double power action wouldn't help you at all with this because that's no. it's based on range yeah. not giant reach but I mean still doing like hypersonicing up not being able to get line of fire drawn to you because you have you know uh, well, I guess he'd have one action token so you'd have to like TK him but being able to pulse wave for four or three for most of his dial is pretty crazy uh, is it worth 300 points? Um, not in today's no, game, but like, man, it's like five years ago, this thing would have yeah, been. It's like almost there. It's, it's almost there. It's close, but it's not quite enough. Yeah, I think the lack of stop clicks is what hurts the, it the most. The no reducers again, like uh, bottom half of the dial, bottom third of the dial is really rough. Uh, no stop yeah, clicks is rough. Yeah. The um. The no 12 attack, if, I'm sorry, if I can pay 60 points and get a Batman with a 12 attack, and I pay 300 points, and I don't have a 12 attack on my dial, ridiculous. Yeah. In the, I only have a single 11 attack, I have no prob, I have no perplex. I have a million different ways to make my attack lower, but like, it's just, you know, he, he might be tough to take down with the line of fire, blah, blah, blah. And good high defenses, good reducers, but I mean, it's well, egregious. Yeah, th one egregious. of the big problems is like his double power action kind of sets him up for Getting like just nuked. Like you can't use hyper, you can use hypersonic with it, but then you're leaving yourself open yeah. for that uh, for like line of fire being drawn to you. Um, the Fantastic Four team ability does allow him to be healed in higher point games. But, man, like in a 300-point game alone, if it's like, like, let's, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead and rate this go guy. Um, I'm going to give him, like, in-betweener status. Okay. Um, he's okay. too many points for what he brings to the table, and there's so much stuff with better stats for less points that he'd be... In like a 300 point game, he just he really reminds me of like um, Ronan the Accuser from Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the movie set one. But like, if you got rid of Ronan, okay, he's yeah, regen, yeah. and you're like, man, I don't think I can play this figure at 300. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that like there's a Hulk, like the Rage mm -hmm. token Hulk yeah. for 300 points with like three stop clicks, um, this guy just can't do anything against him. Like, you'd be able to like, because Pulse Wave is a great power. Uh, 
but it's it's hard to pull off. Whereas like hypersonic and precision strike, or I mean flurry is probably what I'm gonna try and do with this guy, I suppose. But um, no, I, I think he's in sealed. He'd be like a monster. Yeah. But I yeah yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna give him like a four. I was thinking like three. I think he's I was fun. I think he's a ton of fun. Yeah. I just don't think he's in any game that's like less than 500 points. I think that he's just too big of a point sink. For sure. For sure. And he's based off of like one of the worst climaxes to a movie. I will agree. Um, having so to relive that, so totally bad. forgot that it happened. The fact that my brain was like, we don't ever need to think about this again. And yet here it is. My next figure. What can I say? I really like support figures. I really, I really quite enjoy this. This is from Spider-Man 2. There's only two figures in the Spider-Man 2 sub-theme in this M- non-MCU hero book set. This figure is none other than uh, the Bruce Campbell cameo. And I gotta say, this squabbler, I may have been a little rough on you, but you really captured my heart here. Uh, Bruce Campbell in Hero Flix is really something I really need. And if it's if it's got to be as his cameo in Spider-Man, I'm okay with that. So this is specifically from Spider-Man 2. Sadly, it's not the, that name sucks, kid. You know, the announcer from the pseudo-wrestling show Spider-Man 2. Um, he does have the name Quentin Beck with real name Bruce Campbell cameo. So fun fact, uh, I knew this, and this is really cool. When they were making these movies, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell obviously worked on Evil Dead together. And Bruce is great. They wanted Bruce Campbell. The reason he shows up in all these movies is because he's actually Mysterio. And in the fourth movie, he was going to be the villain. And he was going to be Mysterio in it. So that's kind of why every time Bruce Campbell comes comes in, it, he doesn't mess with Spider-Man, but he messes with Peter Parker. And he's kind of like in his way most of the time. So it's really, really cool. Um, and that's like, that would have been a crazy twist where they unmask Mysterio and it's like, whoa, it's that guy from like all three movies. What in the world? You know, it's so, like, that's really cool. So this is specifically where he doesn't let Mary, uh, Peter in Mary Jane's play or whatever. So four range, 25 points, three clicks long, just terrible, whatever bland dial, right? He's six speed, highest speed, eight attacks, the highest attack, 15 defense, the highest defense, zero damage the whole way through, no powers, one trait. No one will be admitted after showtime. Unique modifier. Roll a d6. Five through six. Opposing force gets one last action on their turn. Really simple. We've had figures like this before. You just sit old Quentin back in the back. And you just have him roll that d6. Uh, it doesn't say it's free. It just says roll a d6, so I imagine you just do it. Kind of like the whole uh, dice thing for Q and whatnot. It's simple. He gets in the way of Spider-Man. You just get negative one action. It's It's all right. You know, for 25 points, he could have given him a power. Just saying. Just saying. Um, so, yeah, he's just real simple. Yeah. I, I just wanted to do something really, really quick, real simple. He also, uh, in addition to being in Spider-Man 2, the movie, uh, the Spider-Man 2 yes. video game based on this movie, yep. he was the narrator. So that was uh, he was like the guy that like taught you how to... Like he, he, they don't show him, but uh, he's like the voice of Swing webs, the guy whatever, telling you, yeah. like, press A to jump. Yeah. So for this style design, you know, we don't really see figures that just have no powers and then a trait. You know, he doesn't really need range. I don't understand why he has range. Uh, Bruce Campbell never throws anything at Spider-Man in any of these. So, like, he actually is <laughs> going to get a little bit of negative from me for having the range. But um, they normally, I think his price point's pretty solid for... I think if it was a four through six, 
50-50 shot at getting name one action, then for sure, because uh, Eric Killmonger is actually really cheap. It's like 65 points, but he also has like charge flurry and stuff, or blades, or whatever, right? So I think uh, for this guy, he is like a six for me, a six or seven on the, on the figure scale here for this Bruce Campbell cameo, little support figure. I got. I just. I can't yeah, rank it much higher. I don't want to get um, to seven because just the full range makes no sense. Yeah, I. I think uh, as far as like dial design goes, it's yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, the when you have four ranges, yeah, zero damage. The one bad no thing. Um, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even with an age attack, yeah. It's, um, the one thing I I would say is, uh, being able to like. If your opponent really needed like all four actions and they had leadership, and you managed to like get that off on like a turn where they really needed all four actions the next turn, that's it's almost as good as like a nuke clone being in somebody's way and they're just like take oh, care of this, yeah. To, like you know they just have to like reevaluate their entire turn, their entire next turn. All right. Last but not least, the character that I am going to talk about is none other than the big bad Galactus from the same movie oh boy. as the Fantastic the Forge. Forge. Uh, that this is the. I died a little inside every time. You I could have talked about the the so Surfer bad. Doom. <laughs> I could have talked about the Cosmic Surfer Doom. Um, would have been like a cool dial and stuff. But no, I'm talking about the Space Cloud. Uh, is it the same entity as Green oh, the Lantern Parallax in the Ryan thing, Reynolds movie whatever that attacked? Maybe, because it's just a giant cloud that attacks Earth. Um, so he goes into... Uh, I'll, I'll just read his little blurb. He says, What happened with Galactus? My research tells me that director Tim Story wanted a comic-accurate Galactus, as did the special effects crew at the Weta Workshop, Peter Jackson's company. But Fox didn't think audiences would buy a gigantic purple robot man. We would, Fox. We would. Either everybody goes with a giant space cloud or no movie. To Weta's credit, they fought for the to- they fought tooth and nail to at least get a silhouette of Galactus's helmet in the cloud, so it wasn't a total loss. Dot, dot, dot. Except it was. Galactus had been built up into an existential threat to all life on Earth for the entire movie. Not only was his big scene treated as a resolution rather than a climax, uh, Dr. Doom on the surfboard is like the real threat, um, but he was literally taken out with one hit by the Silver Surfer. So, with all that, what could we expect from this dial other than, for 75 points, number 113 Galactus... Uh, keywords cosmic and deity he has one click he is a single click with an 11 speed 0 attack, 0 damage, 22 defense Uh, he's got a big trait so we'll get into that Um, I think as like a side tangent I think if they ever do a Fantastic Four movie with Galactus correctly they will treat him like uh, like an eldritch horror kind of thing, like Cthulhu uh, like some sort of like abstract thing that like no one can truly comprehend um, because he's like this unstoppable force like not an unstoppable force of nature but an unstoppable force of the universe um, and like you know they'll they'll have to figure out a way to like not like outwit it but like bargain or something like that's how the silver surfer like uh, saved his planet so if they ever do it, that's 
how they'll have to do it. There's no way to really fight them head on. So let's see what happens if they try. So he has improved targeting called Space Cloud. Improved movement ignores all terrain effects, destroys blocking terrain. That's pretty sweet. Uh, he's got a single trait, the Devourer Approaches. During the beginning of the game, after characters have been placed, each player takes a turn placing one whole token per 100 points of the game's build total on the map. Opponent places the last and the blast on an odd number. Each hole must be at least three squares away from each other and any starting area. When Galactus occupies a square with a hole, give it a power action and place the hole token on its card. When a hole token when all hole tokens are on Galactus's card, KO oh. all opposing characters. Holes can only be removed through this effect. Galactus can only be dealt damage through attacks. So he has no powers. He has no way to attack. If it's a 300-point game, uh, your opponent... Let's see. If it's a 300-point game, your opponent gets to place two holes. They have to be three squares from a starting area and three squares from each other. But uh, 11 speed and a 22 defense, if your opponent takes more than... Let's see, it would be minimum like four turns because uh, you could have TK. He is colossal, so... Um, you could technically do something to like help him move. There's uh, like things like Infinity, sure, yeah. who could like help him like sidestep and stuff like that. Um, there's different there's different ways to help him move about the map. There's a lot of perplex that you could sink into him moving. But in a 300 point game, he has to pick up. So he has to mm. occupy a square with a hole and then be given a power action. Well, he's still and a single base he figure. He has to do that right? three times in a 300-point game, like, and then you're unless, entire unless force. Like I sh it shows long dial, even though he's one click. I mean, assuming... See... Yeah, it does give him, like, a colossal-sized dial. I would hope that it's really easy he's to win not a single-base figure, because if he was... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you can, you can TK, oh, yeah. you could do some Mr. Oz, some stuff like that. And you can easily have, you know, and even if like your opponent, um, even if your opponent places them well, for 75 points, if they're focusing on this guy, then you know they're focusing on 75 points of your build, and you can you can still like beat them with the rest of your build. And if they're being, not focusing on this guy, away if you turn starting area, he's gonna be and then from each other, it's really easy to like get these far away from your opponent. If they, if they were more spread out, like five squares away from each other in a starting area, maybe that'd be uh, a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, so we're talking about like square 20, what, 23 is the starting area, so, so uh, 20, 22, 21 19, yeah. square, oh, yeah, yeah, square 19, because yeah, yeah, yeah. three squares, yeah. So they have to be in square like 19. Um, but he's got he's got 11 speed. He can get there uh, with like a TK. Um, of course, you're picking the one that you picked up that you like placed first. And even like the worst part is like the higher like the game goes, the less of a threat this guy is because it takes him longer. But also like the fewer points he is towards your like build total. So you could totally have like an entire team like a 400 point team based around this gimmick and at 400 points it's even worse because 
Uh, it's not odd, so you get to place like two of them, and your opponent gets to place two. So you, at the beginning of the game, you're like 50% done collecting, and then it's so like turn two, you've already collected two most likely, and you still have 325 points of team around him. Yay, Galactus. That being said, uh, 22 points. Sadly, 22 defense isn't. Sadly, isn't. Is, yeah. Uh, 14 attack. 14 eight, attack. Will, uh, dice manipulation. Whatever. I like the can only be damaged through attacks. That's cool. So it's no tri sentinel. Bing. You know, no uh, mini strider walks up to Galactus and stabs him in the. the I was gonna say toe, but it's dust cloud or something. I don't know. And just kills him. You know. So that is at least yeah. kind of cool. Um, but characters like this just. Uh, this is just a very I made the dial. You know, this is not a this is not a figure they would ever make. I do sadly. like there is no twenty two defense I, I, on a seventy five point figure. No. The alternative wing like is the cool. They've done alternative uh, collectible stuff and they've done yeah. win the game. This combines it. Um, oh, it's rough though. It's rough. Uh, you ready to rate it? Because it's it's kinda tough for me to rate this thing. Yeah. I'm going to give this, oh man, I want to give it more it's, than like a Black Swan. It's definitely, I think mean, I feel like it's Black more Not likely game, than course, Black Swan but, is. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give it like a, I'm going to give it like a pre-rules revamp capture team rating. That's what I'm going to say. Um, because it's like a, a capture team could have okay. like... You know, been built around that mechanic and won. Uh, this could be built around this mechanic and win. See, I'm gonna go like ahead and four. give it like, like a six. It's, I think it's uh, rough. I think yeah, the fact sorry. the fact that he's got. Oh, okay. I think the fact that he doesn't give your team anything other than like this chance means you're not playing this character unless you're building around him or like very heavily like building towards him. Um, I'm not going to build with this character unless I have like a way to TK or give him sidestep or something. Um, but yeah, I think I do think that he's not worth nothing. Like he's he's definitely like a. I think he'd make Nate a bad White team could make this bad if boy. Somebody work. was like you know really he could. inclined to try it. He'd be he'd be all hopped up in Chicago land. Be like yeah, we can do it. Yeah, let's win. Let's win in three oh, yeah. turns. You know. Well, in pre. Uh, Pre uh, lack of ID cards. Oh, this sure. would have been a great figure um, to just call an ID for you as he slowly oh, marched no, across the map. Really sucks. Yeah, he's got to move, call an ID, get a lot of tokens. Maybe, you know, not being able to be hit easily is pretty cool. I would have still given him super senses. To be honest with you, I would have given him super senses. One power, give him super senses. Give him one. Give him one. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about still. You know, the well, like, the, still, the dust cloud wasn't really high. Shape change, maybe. It. <laughs> shape change, shape change of super senses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, he, they, he didn't appear until the very end. I mean, but <laughs> it's tough. It's weird. Uh, yeah, it's hard to like classify this because it's a, this is one of his very gimmicky dials that he did. Um, you really need to like read through like the whole thread. Yeah, it doesn't take super if long. You're not to, wasting like, the time the on you know, you like. stone and um, whoever else. But there's some characters that he, oh, yeah, he clearly tell. did not oh, care for the tell. movie. You know, he does say, like, I don't hate any movies. Like, somewhere in here he says that. You're like, well, I think you do. 
um, based on a few of the, <laughs> few of these. You definitely hate some of the characters. I think you definitely hate. Some you definitely of the hate some of the characters, at least. But all right, that's um, that's Smoky Cloud Galactus. I wanted to talk about Green Goblin two really quickly from Spider Man three. I enjoyed Spider Man three a lot. Uh, the so this is weird. He has him as the new Goblin on the set, which is what he is called. But for some reason, the name is Green Goblin two on the figure line. It's not Green Goblin two. It's New Goblin. It is James Franco as Harry Osborn. My favorite portrayal of Harry Osborn. I love James Franco. I loved this character. When I watched this movie, I was like, holy smokes, he's my favorite. I tried to find like an action figure of it anywhere. They do exist, and I want to go buy one so bad after just seeing this again. Is he surfing on an alien That's his. Keyboard? That's his. <laughs> he is like if a gamer decided to become a supervillain. Like, James <laughs> Franco may not be a gamer, and, like, Harry Osborn definitely is not, but he's like, I've got a bunch of knives on my wrists, and I've got this really sick, instead of my dad's stupid glider, I've got, like, a hoverboard thing that, like, is neon green and blows up. Like, that's that's what he has. And it doesn't show his mask in this, but he's really cool. So, 75 points. This is, like, the... Um, uh, how would I say this guy? I'll, I'll tell you how I classify him, actually. He has no willpower. He just has flight. This is the only special thing. He has Oscorp and Celebrity for keywords. Six range, 75 points. He has a trait. This is really weird. Uh, precision Strike, comma, ranged only. So, range. Precision Strike, basically, is what he means to say. Instead of normal damage, which is weird, because you're giving him Precision Strike, uh, roll a d6. So it says roll a d6, and then it says dash 3. I don't know if he means roll it three times, or is it on a 6 through 3. Then he says minimum 1. Green Goblin 2 deals the result as penetrating damage. Deals it instead of his normal damage. So he's got... I think he's saying roll a d6 minus 3. Is that minus 3? Oh, like the result man. Minus I get three. it. I got it. Okay, cool. So... So, yeah. I would just say half. It's weird, but... but yeah. Okay, see, it's it looks weird. Minus 3. A space is um, can do wonders. Squabbler, just saying. Um, I don't want to beat you up too bad, uh, but yeah. So razor bats, those little things. He so instead of dealing normal damage, so it's so weird, right? So even though he does his energy explosion later, he gets um, he has energy explosion his whole dial, right? And later it doesn't make any sense. So it's super weird that in, that this is his trait, you know, right? It says period precision strike range only period. So it can't be reduced below one anyway, so it doesn't make, doesn't matter if it has a minimum one. Um, but he deals the results as penetrating damage. So anytime he would ever make an attack, right, because it's separate of this trait, it's instead of normal damage, roll d6, minus three, minimum one, Green Goblin 2 deals the results as penetrating damage. So it's so, it's, yeah. yeah, so every single time he makes an attack, so that's, his, that's his whole thing. For energy explosion, he could technically deal three penetrating if he wanted to. Which is to. cool. Or like potentially, if he rolled, but well. it's weird that that is like a trait that's just like that's gonna dominate his whole dial. Really weird. So his special attack, energy explosion, pumpkin time bombs, energy explosion. Period. When he uses it, he may choose that it deals no damage when it hits. Um, at the beginning of your next turn, instead it deals penetrating damage to all hit characters. So I don't know what he means by beginning of your next turn. Does that mean it doesn't deal damage until the beginning of your next turn? Like, I assume that's what it means by Beam time bomb. At the end of your next turn, it instead deals penetrating damage to the characters. Hmm. Right? So does that mean you hit them? So I don't you gotta think. You got to wait, and you just have to oh. keep track of who you hit. It's yeah, this weird. one's rough. 
I it's think really he meant for like the razor bats to be like the instead of normal damage he deals it as penetrating damage i think mm -hmm. he wanted that to be with like precision strike only so let's say I that only think he, precision strike and doesn't yeah like dominate i this. don't think he realized that that would combine with energy explosion because his energy yeah. explosion is then also giving you a penetrating option yep yeah so like so basically weird. <laughs> so weird. basically you give your opponent a turn you energy explode them you hit you're like i'm not going to deal damage to you you give them their turn at the beginning of your next turn you then deal penetrating like, like damage penetrating that damage? they would have taken okay yeah I assume it doesn't but, mean uh, next turn he does deal penetrating damage, so you have to like hit him again and do penetrating damage that turn. That doesn't make any sense. It's really weird. Oh yeah, I would. Um, but it's also kind of outworded, so it's it's so weird, yeah. it's so wonky. Um, and then he just has like toughness ESD for his first three flicks. So if we, if I just get rid of like some of these and we make Razor Bats, like he has ranged blades with precision strike instead of this weird penetrating thing, he just has ranged blades. All right, can't be reduced below one. That's like better. Like, uh, then he has running shot, sidesteps, energy explosions, toughness. He has outwit, two, two clicks, shape change, two clicks, perplex, two clicks. Um, it's an alright dial, really, and like it does kind of fit for this run and gun the way the new Goblin was in the movie, and kind of the way he played in Spider-Man, Fred or Foe. But for like the way this dial is built, this is probably the roughest worded dial he has that I looked at anyways. I, I scanned over the movies I was aware of. There might be a worse one in here, but this is probably the roughest word, wording we've had. This is, um, like, as far as, like, dials goes, it just doesn't work right. So it's, like, a two for me. Like, the wording is super confusing. It's, like, yeah. two, two or three. Um, I would say, like, definitely, like, fix... Either fix the trait or the attack power. But as it is right now, the fact that, like, as according to the pack and according to, like, our, uh... <laughs> our, you know, like, reading of this you'd be able to combine energy explosion with that yeah. roll of d6 because that it just says period instead of normal damage so i mean i guess it'd be energy explosion is also instead of normal damage so maybe it doesn't work but it just seems like a yeah. weird double it's penetrating odd. damage thing i don't know thread dead redemption everybody that was squabblers non mcu marvel movie set i implore you to go check it out if you enjoy watching any superhero movies at all they're pretty much on there for marvel movies of course so go check them out if you're you're curious how dallas howard is as gwen stacy and you know whatever these hero styles would look like he's got them there he's making them his latest was i believe blind al let me find it yep and let's see how soon did he post her um three days ago 5 2020 so he's getting through this set he is totally, he's mowing through it, man. He's staying yeah. on top of it. He's doing it. So he, he makes like a couple a day when he does it sometimes. Yeah. So. And one that we didn't get to that I thought was kind of cool is X-Men Days of Future Past. It's got Bishop, Blink, Sunspot, Warpath, Quicksilver. Oh, yeah. I, I made sure Krask. I did that, too, because I really like Warpath. So yeah. That's another then, cool one. And then two Sentinels. Yeah. So that's... That's like fun one that we didn't get to. Uh, there's a ton of like really cool stuff in here that we didn't get to. Um, I think overall, there's like there's a few wonky kind of dials in here. I think overall he's like a like a solid eight out of ten. Did a really solid job. Um, 
portraying most of these characters um and like not only like portraying them like accurately but like movie accurately like uh you know if if the character in the movie was like just a throwaway junk character that's what he made them like uh he didn't yep. like make anyone more powerful like, than they were in the movies uh, colossus from the first x-men movie right he's like the worst yeah 20 or 30 point character and all he does is he doesn't even have trade impervious he has roll d6 when he's hit with an attack on a four through six you can't use impervious so it's like colossus can just die because he really didn't do anything the whole movie even though you know that colossus can always can just basically be impervious the whole time and even though he was totally useless in the movie like we know he's better than that but that's how he was used so that's how he's going to be represented in hero form i also like uh no name commented on havoc from x-men first class he said cosmic hula hoop man because oof it's a bad uh bad one yep <laughs> yep it's it is bad havoc is bad man. he's rough he's real rough so yeah that is the set go ahead check it out like i said if you have any sets you want me and somebody to check out go ahead and send them our way let's go ahead and move on to the community section shall we there are dozens of us dozens community tuesdays once you get back to your local shop, what is the first format you want to play Simeon? What's the format you want to play, my man? What's, what do you, what do you Ooh, I don't know if I want to like ease back into things with like a nice like 400-point game, but I kind of just want to go all out. And uh, if it's not going to be sealed, I want to do like a 1,000-point, like anything goes kind of thing. Just uh, bring all the stuff that you've been craving to play doesn't matter if it works or not just throw it on the table and see what happens i would love to play really casually i am so tired of and i love everybody's doing these online tournaments it's great it's whatever but it's all this competitive garbage and i just don't care i just you can't bring me to care calder you can play casual online yeah whatever um whatever no it's not worth it it's not worth it to be honest if i'm gonna play casual i want to have the figures you know i can play competitively online because i don't care if i have the figures i don't care about the comic accuracy i don't care about those things and i get to not care about those things because it's not a fun version of the game that i like to play competitively that is and it's also hard to put in like all the work into getting the images getting the maps uh finding someone that's willing to play like whatever build you're doing right and playing right. on roll twenty for one game, usually like just one game of like casual. Like, I, I have to be encouraged. Yeah. yeah, I have to be encouraged with the money. You have to money, I game. want money. Yeah, exactly. So I want, I want hero clicks prizes. I don't want to do it for fun. This isn't fun to me. No. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll totally agree. So, I mean, I want to do a crazy big point game, and I just want to, like, play all the chases from Captain America or something. You know, I just, I just want to play something. Me too. Basically is what I want to do. I pulled I pulled the Ghost Rider, so I think I'm only missing Absorbing Man, Peggy, and uh, that might be... See, I just, oh, I just bought, see, I just bought Namor. Absorbing Man, Peggy, so, like, and That's all I need is Namor, so I'm like, I bought him, and I just got to wait for him. So I got them all, and that's, like, that's all I want to do. I was like... You know, are they a team? No, they don't share keywords. They don't work. But, like, I just want to play them all. 
You know, they're not even a cool chase yeah, game. I, cool I, I just want to play the, all the effects on one thing, you know? So I totally agree. Yeah. High point games. That's what I want to do. So read us the first one on Facebook. Let's do, like, on five On or so. Facebook, Colin Bell says, Sealed. The one thing you can't accurately recreate online. Even if you randomize boosters, you'll never be able to match that rush of adrenaline when the judge says open and everyone begins tearing their cardboard. I agree. Even if it's, like somebody's hosting it and they're like we'll open the boosters for you and then send it's them it's not the same it's not the yep, same, same as opening the packs and like you know slightly peeking in and you're like oh no there's a rare or being like oh i see bubbles and then you get excited you know see i always I, get yeah, excited exactly. when i see bubbles even Are if it's uh ready? even if it's jane foster thor like yeah 100 percent. the bubbles they make it happen i i agree with the seals uh, protagonist Ben Jones says, I was getting a new group together before we stopped playing. We had sealed Captain America event plan. We have the stuff, so I guess that is what our first event will be. Followed closely by Justice League Unlimited sealed, I'm sure. Very nice. Yeah, I hope to do some Justice League sealed. We didn't get to. Uh, some guy named Lucas Tom Van Holland, I think he's a super uh, Superman uh, fan. Uh, uh. Uh, he says... Whatever will make you the most frustrated. Well, luckily, I'm not going to Rainbow Comics, so yeah. don't have to worry about that. I will not you be See, the worst part is, I am, and that, that's the only thing I'm not looking forward to playing. And you can tell Lucas this, Kevin, if you want to. <laughs> I, if you could just play a bad team, Lucas, and just play a bad, just play a bad team. Play a bad team for me, you know? Don't try to win. For, for once, just be like, I'm going to play, um, I don't know, something bad. Something that just doesn't work yeah. at all. I'm gonna play all flashes from Batman the Animated Series. Those are a hot topic, high demand nowadays. So I want my like, flash. or I'm just gonna play whatever. Like, just play a team where you're like, this doesn't have any good strategy to it. I didn't really think about building it that hard. I basically wore a different mask and I wasn't myself today. And I just <laughs> made a team that's like just not good and like I don't see any functional way it could even win. Could you just play a bad team? Oh yeah. Why does it gotta be whatever's gonna make you the most frustrated? Build a no, team with zero why? support. Only hulks. Yeah. That kind of make thing. Make it bad. Well yeah, like just make it bad. I mean, like play play AI Hulk at three hundred and fifty and like I don't know something else. Build like, bad. Just play something bad. Build please. bad but play Build bad for me. Come on. All right. Protagonist Aaron Johnson says, and he well, goes ahead. He's like, uh, me and at Chance McCall Menus um, is supposed to run an event that was 500 points. Must have a figure with the politician keyword. I really want to show the show the T.O. how bad an idea it would have been with the list I made for it. So I'm curious about his crazy, like, competitive politician theme team. By the way, protagonist chance vigilante chance we call it goes in to say don't at me unless you're trying to play some clicks boomer because he did that <laughs> twitter at gives him a notification pretty good good that. stuff it's good i like uh specific keyword events the worst part is this is like the worst thing about rainbow we have kids that don't have enough figures we have guys that have a ton of figures and we have to find something that works for everybody but we also don't want the guys to go too crazy competitive with it because other people don't have figures. And if you let them have the open reign, they'll do the open reign, like Lucas said, make me frustrated. Why? So we can't, like, if we could do a game where it's like everybody has to have only the past or the future keyword, I think that'd be awesome. But every time I say something like that, it's like, well, you know, the kids don't have that many hero books. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe they shouldn't be children and they should get a job. Why don't they you get a job? But all right, all that's right. better. On Facebook, you get a job? James Graddock, yeah. who says, no idea. 
my judge doesn't have any events listed yet. I would say something with Justice League Unlimited for sure, but I can see my judge coming up with something about wrestling or the Fantastic Four. He doesn't seem too happy about that. Well, we said, what would you want to play? Not what is your judge? He's a pretty big play. DC guy, I think, James right? Grant, yeah. I think he hates DC. That's right. I think he said they're bad. I don't remember. That's what I thought. I thought he hated DC too. Yeah, he has that yeah. Doctor Strange uh, profile <laughs> picture or whatever. No, that uh, Strange. Yeah, really big. Hopefully, guy. Uh, hopefully his venue opens up before <laughs> Fantastic Four and the new wrestling set drops, so he does get a, some time with the Justice League. I hope so too. I mean, I'm actually more excited for the wrestling than Justice League, but I still hope that you get your fine game in. Uh, Isis Effects says, I have 19 boxes of unopened Hypertime. So Hypertime sealed, of course. Why? Why, Isis? Why? Why all this Hypertime? Why? All right. Sean Aguayo says, 300 uh, modern, right. then probably 600 golden, and then a free-for-all. It's interesting. I like that 600 golden. Um, uh, Vigilante Collectible says, at this point, anything. Sealed, Battle Royale, 5,000 point constructed, anything. I, To be honest, even if it's going to be a fun game, I don't think I'd want to play 5,000 point constructed. <laughs> it doesn't, that actually seems like a lot of work. I don't know. All right, read, uh, read right. one more. On Last but there. certainly not least is Peter Marshfield. He says, any format that puts me down at the table across from another player and not behind a computer screen. And I think that's uh, that's something I can get behind. Good good man, that vigilante Peter Marshfield supporting us. I like that. I like that answer, too. That's a good one to end on. That's a good one to end on. All right. Like we do every week, we're going to go ahead and do a quick Jedi Legend Hero Clicks Tip of the Week. Kind of been on like a telekinesis kick here. So he says, TK, one of two. Involving objects, you have a minimum range of six and can pick it up from six squares in front of you and place that bad boy or use it as a ranged combat action six squares behind you within range of line of fire of the TK or, of course, got more range even better. So here's the only bad thing is, is that the object has to see the square too. That's the part that sucks about TK because I was trying to like TK an object to where I could see it, but if the object can't see where it's going for some reason, it doesn't work. So that's the one one rough part about telekinesis. Um, probably my least favorite part. Like, why does that rock need to see where it's going? It doesn't. I can see the rock, and I can see where it's going. Because he's the people's champ. He, of course, has a... That's why the rock needs to see where he's going. <laughs> that, too. I forget. Maybe I should, I should have said brick. All right, there we are. You get what you deserve. All right, but yeah, that, that is our week. I did say we were going to mention a little bit of Thursday Throwdown. Yo, go out and vote. Reminder to vote. If you don't vote in anything else this year, <laughs> vote in Thursday Throwdown. Because that's what really matters, all right? If you think that there is injustice in the world, if you think Simeon's team, if you think his side is better than my side, if you're starting to see these votes and you're like, oh, no, Simeon's at a total disadvantage. Or Calder's at a total disadvantage. I should even it out. I'll vote for a terrible figure for Calder or Simeon and then give the other one a really good figure. You have the power. And this isn't like normal voting where I say your vote matters. We're like, it's like, but does it really, you know? Um, there's actually so few people that vote. Your vote actually has weight true. to it. Isn't that a great feeling? Don't you want to actually feel like you have a voice? 
just saying this this might feel like it's a thinly veiled thing it's not i just you actually have a really good voting power in this <laughs> like you really do so if you vote go out and vote in thursday throwdown that is like i said the only important thing that you will vote for in 2020 that will actually have lasting effects <laughs> sorry. also uh sorry if if one of the That's characters that you pick ends up on the winning team then like you know you get to pat yourself on the back and be like i was part of the winning team i that's right I did that like i did that. my vote you know did that whoever i forget who voted for nimrod hey man you deserve yeah. a medal dude and i'm sorry i should actually like remember everyone who votes because i can be like well look at that because you chose nimrod i somehow beat this crazy stack who was it that voted you know for i'm saying uh, like Nova you get to be part of that victory Oh, oh no. I, <laughs> I that was that was semi. That was, <laughs> that's the real. That's the real kicker, though. Is that was that people, was a little. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. No that Nova, Nova Blast, Blast was in that set, and they didn't vote for it. Oh man. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, like come on, guys, come on. Um, yeah, Nova Blast was total point filler. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Guys. <laughs> ah, it's gonna be some time. <laughs> Simeon's like, you scumbag. How could you? Anyways. So yeah, go vote. Simeon, do you know what set you're building out of this this week? This uh, Thursday? Shoot, man. I'll tell you. Collateral yeah. carnage. It's baby. It's no, it's not. I, I get a build out of icons, which I actually own the Lex Luthor and Icon, so I hope we get votes for him. Yeah. And then you Armor are building out of Wars. Armor Wars, man. Armor That's Wars. Right. Armor Wars versus Icons. There's great stuff in here. And I'm saying it on the podcast because I because not everybody stays to the end of these videos and not everybody watches the videos. Go to our YouTube channel, Thursday Throwdown. It is awesome. Once we get to set that have cards, we're going to start using the tabletop simulator and see how you guys like that instead of roll 20 for these games. That's going to be really cool because those are like 3D maps. Not maps, sorry, 3D figures. And like you pick up the dice with your little mouse and you have to like actually shake them around and throw them as like 3D little objects in this game. It's awesome. It's so cool. I can't wait to start using tabletop simulator. But we got to get through some of these early sets first. And you guys got to vote. So, you know, if you want, you know, me to play this crazy good Brainiac, like just throwing, just throwing that out there. Just saying. <laughs> uh, you want me to play this running shot pulse wave outwit Brainiac? Then by all means, please vote for it. If you want Simeon to play a bunch of Wendigos, but they're bad Wendigos, or this, vote this for Dazzler it. Like, that has like up. a guitar and is punk rock. It's a cool sculpt. Hey, hey running shot pulse wave, running shot pulse wave. I don't care if it's eight attack two damage. It's running shot pulse wave, baby. Like. Or if you want Simeon to play these like ridiculous, oh, I thought one of these Ultrons was supposed to be good. Never mind. I was clicking on them, and I'm like, that one of them was supposed to. Have, like, I mean, the one is whatever. 11 clicks deep. It's not. One is good. Yeah, 11 clicks, 11 attack, mind control, 40. Yeah, there's. Uh, that Magneto is pretty crazy. And it's like hover yeah. chair thing. Yeah. shot, 12 attack. Let's do it. So vote go to our youtube channel subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't yet i know i know some of you haven't subscribed to the youtube channel get on that baby get on that all right seriously youtube thursday throwdown they're a ton of fun to shoot and it's like extra content that we're giving you guys so all right i'm done ranting and raving before i have to do all the little normal reading stuff simeon is there anything that you want to say before we close out this isn't like the read the cool stuff anything you want to say is there anything like non-cool stuff related you want to say before we leave the show this week um if we get more than one vote for the phoenix colossal 
we'll like do we'll do like a right. six hundred plus point. We'll totally do another boss battle. Yeah, thing. yeah, like an eight hundred or something point. Phoenix at six hundred, whatever. It's not a ton of fun. Yeah, because we did that with Galactus. Because I like to play more than like one figure, but I will make an exception if there's enough people that want to see it. Yeah. So like we kind of made Galactus like a call just because we think you guys want to see it, and you did want to see it. It was cool. People liked it. So if you want to see the Phoenix, you know, pay attention to what Colossals are in a set, and we do kind of go in and say what is in a set uh, at the end of these Thursday Throwdown videos. I'm going to start trying to get these up earlier. I've been getting them up, like, while it's technically still Thursday, like 11 o'clock at night. I would like to start getting these videos up at around 12 or 2 o'clock on Thursday. So there's, like, people like, will actually associate them with watching it on Thursday instead of watching it on Friday. Hint, hint, Simeon. <laughs> I'd like to get the video up earlier. Uh, just kidding. All right. Just kidding. Not really. Anyways, uh, you guys, I'm not super worried about a Patreon right now. Uh, it's a tough time, so don't worry about it. But uh, you can, so if you do want to support us, support the show on Patreon, you can go ahead and do that. Action figures, action figures, action tokens, and stickers can be yours. Ooh, ah. uh, don't forget, you can email us at gmail.com. If you want to send a dialogue at gmail.com. If you want to send us in any questions, comments, concerns, you know, if you just want to make some hate mail, go for it. I probably won't read it on the show, but you can if you want to. Free speech. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at DialH4. That's the number four HeroClicks. Facebook.com slash DialH for HeroClicks. We do upload some stuff on Instagram. That's DialH for HeroClicks, but it's an at sign in front of it. So at DialH for HeroClicks, all spelled out on Instagram. iTunes, Podbean, wherever podcasts are found. Simeon, go ahead and read us out of here. All right. With that, DialH for HeroClicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com where you can find cool stuff in stock every day. From the latest Heroclix singles and soon-to-be shipping out sealed products, check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails!